0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus got back into the boat, crossed the water, and came to his own town. Then some people appeared, bringing him a paralytic stretched out on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Courage, my child, your sins are forgiven. And at this, some scribes said to themselves, this man is blaspheming. Knowing what was in their minds, Jesus said, why do you have such wicked thoughts in your hearts? Now, which of these is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, get up and walk? But to prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, get up and pick up your bed and go off home. And the man got up and went home. A feeling of awe came over the crowd when they saw this, and they praised God for giving such power to men. The gospel of the Lord. Our blessed Lord had worked a number of miracles which were obviously the work of God. And so we notice that St. Matthew tells us soon after the Mount of Beatitudes the delivery of the Beatitudes then, the teaching that followed, that a leper came to our Lord and said, Lord if you want to, if you will it, you can cure me. By this he was showing that he knew the Lord had power, but what he doubted was the will. The Lord said, of course I want to be cured and instantly he was cured. And then there was a centurion who came or rather sent messengers My servant is sick at home in terrible pain. I will come and heal him myself. And the centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Say the word and my servant will be cured. And then went on to profess his faith in our Lord's divine power. Then there were the demoniacs whom our Lord commanded and the demons left them instantly. Then there was the incident crossing the sea with the um, the boat about to be swamped, and he got up and commanded, and the sea went quiet, and the wind stopped, and the men in the boat marveled what kind of man is this that even this the wind and the sea obey him so in many of these ways, our Lord showed his divinity, teaching us the 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 truth of the incarnation. St. Matthew continues in today's gospel, in chapter 9, to tell us again another incident which demonstrates our Lord's divinity. Jesus got back into the boat. They crossed the water. They came to his own town. That is Capernaum. When some people appeared, carrying with them a paralytic, stretched out on a bed. So the man is paralyzed. And St. Mark tells us there were four men carrying him. He is paralyzed, quite unable to move. His limbs, none of his limbs are working. And they bring the, the man to the Lord, who, see in their faith, the faith of those who carried him, because they, like the centurion, they, like the um, leper, sense, or knew, perhaps, that here was someone who was more than a prophet, their friend, whom evidently they loved, they wish to bring healing to. And it is because of their faith the Lord speaks to the paralytic, courage, my child, Your sins are forgiven. One could wonder how the paralyzed man felt. Was he glad, happy that his sins had been forgiven? What about his friends who carried him? Is this what they were looking for? But Christ is compassionate, full of love for sinners. The reason he entered into our world was not to heal bodies, but to forgive sin, to heal the soul. In his words, he's telling us something else. That some sins, not all, but some sins are the consequence, have have as a consequence sickness of the body. Some sins generate illness, physical illnesses. And so, having forgiven his sins, we're told by St. Matthew, at this, some scribes said to themselves, this man is blaspheming. And if indeed he were only a man, he would be blaspheming, because only God can forgive sin, since sin is an offense against the divine majesty. So the Lord, again, performs another miracle. We're told, knowing what was in their minds, Jesus said, Why do you have such wicked thoughts in your hearts? They had not uttered a word. They had only thought that Christ was blaspheming. And immediately the Lord is aware of it. Who can read the heart? Who can read our thoughts? But God alone. Only God knows what we think. No other man and not even an angel is capable of knowing what is in our hearts. The scriptures themselves tell us this much. For instance, the Lord said to the prophet Samuel, not this one, referring to the um, son of Jesse. Man looks on the outside. God alone looks at the heart. So then he reads their hearts, which should have told them that this was not just Amen. And then he asks the question, which of these is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? Well, there is a great deal of difference between the soul and the body. It is easier to create a new world than in fact to forgive sin for the simple reason, as we know in hindsight, that the forgiveness of sins requires the death of God himself, whereas the creation of the world is a simple word from God, let there be. Of course, the scribes could easily have said, yes, it's easy to say your sins are forgiven when there's no evidence of it, there's no sign of it, but to heal the body, that is something else there will be many witnesses to this. And so the Lord said to the, says to them, but to prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, in other words, to show that that which you have not seen has in fact actually occurred, he said to the paralytic, get up, take up your bed, and go off home. So now there are witnesses to this miracle. And since the healing of the body is much less a miracle, although that's the same power, but for our, our perspective, since the healing of the body is much less a miracle, it's evident that the greater also had taken place. Because we're told the man got up and went off home. His healing was not just a matter of fixing a a broken body, but in fact he gave him strength, he who was paralyzed to carry the very thing, the bed, on which he himself had been carried. And we're told a feeling of awe came over the crowd when they saw this, and they praised God for giving such power to men. From this we learn that our faith is used, is necessary sometimes for the salvation of others. Because the Lord worked the miracle not so much for the man who is paralyzed as for the fact that his friends had faith to bring them to him. And we likewise, when in faith we bring to the Lord those who are paralyzed by sin, the Lord has compassion and will indeed forgive the sin. Let us ask of him, the Lord Jesus, who is the lover of sinners, that he will free from the bonds of sin all those whom we hold dear, those who belong to our families, our immediate families, those who are distant, those who are our friends and relatives and and neighbors, and indeed all those who live in this unbelieving world, without any concern for their eternal salvation. Let us ask that our faith will be strengthened by the Lord Jesus himself, because he and in he alone lies salvation. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This mp3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today.